0: This is Marchiato Memory, an attempt to make sense of the coffee scene right here in Singapore. In today's episode, we're going to take a look at two cafes that are just opposite the road from each other Urban Table as you can tell from the title of this episode and the sound effects of that intro clip today we're talking not just about coffee but about coffee and cycling specifically what's it like to try to bring a folding bike into a cafe in singapore and we took a look at some cafes in episode three that was just entitled the coffee cycle I enjoyed it so much I went to visit a few more cafes on my folding bike and here we are with Coffee Cycles Part 2. As a result of the pandemic, there's been an uptake of cycling in Singapore and chances are if you were like many of the other Singaporeans that took up cycling, you bought yourself a folding bicycle. Maybe you bought it because you wanted to commute, maybe you bought it because you wanted to exercise, or maybe like me, you just wanted it as a means to get from... A, to B, not necessarily for your your everyday commute back to the workplace. And anyway, right now, we're not allowed to go. Most of us are not allowed to go into our places of work every single day. So chances are you have a bike and chances are that it's a folding bike. So since you got it, you might as well use it. I therefore hope that this information is going to be helpful for you. Today, we're looking at two cafes. And if you were just to base it on the address when you look them up, they seem like they will be worlds apart but actually they're not. First of all, Urban Table is located at Yochukang Road. But then Amber Amber is at Upper Serangoon. But Urban Table, although it says Yochukang, it is that very very last tail end of Yochukang Road, the part that goes right behind Serangoon Stadium. And it is along this lovely stretch of road. I don't stay around there so I'm not familiar. This this really cool place. This this stretch of Yochukang Road. That has a bit of that that JB vibes, and maybe you're missing those vibes because we can't get to Malaysia. I, I just saw that it's been a year since the border was open, and so we we can't get to JB right now. At least not for for casual purposes. So uh, it, it's it's a cool stretch, right? Just opposite the road from Urban Table, I remember seeing some some you know that old kind of like shop house, and there was a there was a Thai. Eatery there, and they had some uh, alfresco seating just outside. I don't know, man. It looked pretty cool, and I am eager to revisit that area. Uh, even if not for Urban Table, I would also want to go and see what are these other places. And coincidentally, both of these cafes are located in older shopping centres, which just kind of adds to the legit chill vibes and a bit a bit of the JB vibes, which is nice. It's it's nice to be in, I don't know, okay, maybe I'm incorrect in saying this, a slightly less gentrified kind of, of vibe. Do you, you know what I mean? There's a lot of cafes that are quite cookie cutter. Uh, They they all kind of look like you kind of clone stamp like that. These two are a little bit different. Okay, so urban table first. Um, it, it, It's one of those old school buildings, shopping centers, like I said, the kind that you might see along Ballester Road, where the parking is right in front of the building and you do need to kind of bring your bike, like you have to carry your bike up and a little bit past the, the parked cars, uh, I felt a little bit nervous that I was going to accidentally bump into one of the cars and scratch them, that kind of thing. So uh, it's it's a bit finicky, it's a bit finicky, but it's doable. And one of the nice things about Urban Table is that it's a very large cafe, really, really big. I saw that it was just cavernous. Uh, although when I did try to bring my bike in, the staff that happened to be on duty at that day, at that time, they were slightly apprehensive until I demonstrated to them that it's okay, this bike folds up really small, I'm sure there's plenty of space. And let me just go on a slight tangent here to say that's a bit of a shame, Uh, and it is unfortunately common in Singapore that despite some of the the government efforts, some of the business efforts to encourage people to cycle and just use cycling as, as an alternate mode of transport or just healthy lifestyle, Despite all those efforts, um, the the whole country hasn't quite got on board with that. And so you do get second looks when you're trying to bring your bike around, which is a shame because, you know, there are places like this, establishments like this, that they clearly have plenty of space. Now, let me also say that as someone who, who tries to cycle around a little bit, it's nice that the chairs here are hard surfaces because then you don't feel paisei to sweat, although... Uh, let me give you a pro tip, if you do want to cycle and hang out at a cafe, please bring a small towel, because I think it would just be nice, it's a bit of like gong desing, that you would put a towel on the chair, even though it's not cushioned, put a towel on the chair so that you sweat onto, onto your towel instead of onto people's furniture. I think that can earn us some brownie points, uh, and speaking of brownie points, uh, that makes for a nice segue to say that the the style of cafe that Urban Table is, is fairly conventional, they don't seem to have a very strong angle like they're trying to go for some some particular unique selling point but i think that's fine conventional has its place and this is just a comfortable cafe very spacious if you just want to chill out i had a white coffee the coffee was all right i don't think it was particularly noteworthy but then again you know most white coffees are are not super standout superstars and the food that they had i had a spinach quiche it was nice, again, not earth-shattering, not world-changing, but it was okay. If I sound a little bit less than enthused about it, it's because it it just doesn't have that that huge standout. But it's not a bad cafe. It's not the most expensive. It's not the most creative. You know, it's 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 safe. It's middle of the ground. And if you want to bring a bike, or maybe you're a parent and you have a baby stroller. There's space, so you don't have to worry about those things. Parking, I'm not sure, I'm sorry. I don't own a car, I I don't drive, so... But it's, it's probably worth checking out if you're in the area. And I think it's a safe bet, because like I mentioned, that stretch of road, there are a few other places to eat. And if you are in the area and you're looking specifically for coffee, you don't have to go to Urban Table. You could check it out, and if it's just not really speaking to you then you could just go across the road, across Upper Serangoon Road to Amber Amber. And of the two, I do have to say that I liked Amber Amber. It made a stronger impression on me. So for one thing, it is very, very convenient. Not only is it a place that is easy to get to because it's in the same area, but it's located directly behind a bus stop along a fairly main thoroughfare. And this works in its favor. So, you know, even if you're not cycling, Amber Amber is really easy to reach. It's so, so convenient. Uh, And... In terms of its design, the architecture, I like that the front area, right when you enter the door, that, that front part, it's big. It's very wide. it's kind of like a, like a funnel. The total space is confirmed smaller than urban table. But because that front part, there's a lot of space, it makes it feel much more welcoming. And you know that time, you know, those moments where you enter a cafe and you're trying to figure out where should I sit or your friends already reached there and you enter and you're like, where did my friend sit? Well, a large opening space is better. Uh, in direct contrast to that, Elixir, which we talked about the last time in episode 3, Elixir Cafe at Serene Center is really kind of cramped. There's an inside sitting area. There's, there's kind of two outside sitting areas. And when you when you enter the cafe, when you just go in the door, right, then immediately there, there is the queue. But the queue is kind of only there's only enough space for two people to queue before you have to start sneaking around. So, um, and it's kind of right next to one of the tables. Amber Amber is not like that. Amber Amber is like, whoa, there's heaps of space. Even though there's tables right at the front, uh, there's there's so much space. And they were so nice. They let me just put my bike right there at the front because there was plenty of space. So that was great. My bike was well within sight. It was also out of the way for everyone, including myself, uh, and yeah, again, hard surfaces for all chairs. So I really appreciate that. But I think that their coffee is stronger, uh, as as in it's 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 more noteworthy. I had a pour over there. I'm getting a little bit into pour overs because I find it worth the time and money to pay someone else to do a pour over since I don't have the skill or the equipment for it. Uh, I appreciated what they had, and also food. They definitely take a more creative angle. Their unique selling point there is something that they call jaffles, like waffles but with a J instead of a W, and that is pressed brioche toasties in cast iron. In particular, I decided that I would order the cheeses Loves You, because with a name like that, how can you not give it a shot, which is melted Gruyere, Emmental, mozzarella, caramelized onion, blue cheese, and topped with salad and balsamic. It was tasty, it was unique, and it was kind of light also. Uh, in a good way because I didn't want to have a full meal and ruin my dinner, but I think it's worth going back there and checking out. Uh, they got another jaffle that got mala one. It's called Mala Del Rey. So you know, you get you get a feeling that the vibe at Amber Amber is, uh, I, I I guess this is gonna sound kind of pretentious. They they give off a little bit more of a confident, inventive, playful kind of vibe, and you can see it in, even in the dish names. So I am for sure going to check out Amber Amber again. And I hope that you will, who knows, maybe we'll run into each other and you will unfortunately be able to identify me by my voice. I don't really speak that differently in person than I do right here on the podcast. But thank you for joining me on the podcast. And as usual, let me acknowledge that the intro and outro music is by Lakey Inspired. Link to that artist soundcloud is in the show description. And I will link to the addresses of these two cafes in this episode description. Thanks once again for joining me. This has been Macchiato Memory, an attempt to make sense of the coffee scene right here in Singapore.